Are you ready to make a real difference in the world and especially to the people around you? Welcome to the Higher Purpose Podcast, where we celebrate the road less traveled in business, leadership, and life. We welcome you to another conversation that we believe will provide you with the insight and inspiration you need on your journey. Here's your host, Kevin Monroe. It's Kevin, and it's my joy to welcome you to episode 154 of the Higher Purpose Podcast. I want to thank you for joining me today. I love welcoming guests back to the podcast because that means we've connected before and the connection and conversation were so good that we both wanted to do it again. Today, we're joined by Carrie Weckelow, who has a brand new book out. Gratitude Infusion. It was just released last week. Actually, it was released the day before we recorded this episode. I was fortunate enough to receive an advanced copy of the book to prepare for today's conversation with Carrie, and I'm thrilled to have Carrie join us and talk about Gratitude Infusion. Let's jump into our conversation. Well, it's a joy to welcome Carrie Weckelow back to the Higher Purpose Podcast. Welcome back, Carrie. Thanks for having me, Kevin. Appreciate it. Absolutely. Okay, I'll just say this. You're welcome anytime. You always have an open invitation. Well, that's very kind of you. So you have a brand new book out, and you listening, you know, I love talking to authors about their books under two conditions. Number one, I've read their book, and number two, I am totally confident in saying you too should read their book. And I can say that about Carrie's book, Gratitude Infusion. So it just released yesterday from the day we're recording. It did. It did. July 1st. And you're excited about this, I take it? I am excited. I have to be honest. I was, with everything going on, it was a little... I was a little uncertain and a bit in my head about it, but then I decided to use my own practices of shifting and using gratitude and that I'm giving people ideas on how they can be grateful, not only in their personal life, but with those on their teams at work as well. So Carrie, I've talked to a lot of authors who've released books during this, what's now become a four-month window. One of those you quote, in your book, Chester Elton, right? They had released this book. They had planned a big release for their book the week that all of a sudden everybody stopped traveling and they had paid to have it placed in bookstores at airports across the country and then nobody's at airports. So I know it's interesting time to release a book. But what else was going on in your head? Why you felt any reluctance? I didn't want to be the center of attention with everything going on, I really wanted to make sure that it was going to be something that would be helpful. And that's why I decided that I would just be sharing tips. And even with the launch yesterday, I decided that I would donate for every copy that I sold, I would donate one of my activity books to children's hospitals, that I would give away some free coaching sessions or team building sessions. So I had to keep pivoting to what would make it feel good and that I was going to be giving back versus being it self-serving. So I really had to shift that focus. And once I had that conversation with myself, I said, okay, now I feel good about it because I'm helping other people. 
Okay, so Carrie Wackelow's joined me. We're talking about her brand new book, Gratitude Infusion. And Carrie, there's so much I want to talk about. But first, before we launch into that, let's just pause to talk about gratitude and ground our time in the good soil of gratitude. So I know just having released a book, there has to be a lot that you're grateful for, right? I mean, it just released yesterday. But when I ask you, what are you grateful for now? What wants to flow out from you? Abundance. With so many people struggling, I'm just reminded how fortunate I truly am. Mm. Wow. Abundance is one of my favorite words, Carrie. You may not have known that, but abundance is one of my favorite I did not know that. <laughs> and for me, I've learned there's a real connection between gratitude and abundance. I actually say that gratitude's the gateway to abundance because there are times that it's easy to kind of look at what we lack or what we've lost in periods like this. And gratitude, Carrie, it reminds me of, of a quotation a friend sent me that no amount of regret changes the past. No amount of anxiety changes the future. Any amount of gratitude changes the present. Any amount. Wow. And Voskamp is who that's from. So any amount of gratitude. And so right now, here you are releasing a book you started writing before, but I know you kind of changed the writing during COVID, right? To pivot. So let's talk about that. What had you thought you might be writing about? I mean, you knew you were going to write about gratitude. Well, the book had already gone to the editor and I added a chapter on how to use gratitude in uncertain times. So I just added to what everything else was stood alone and it was still all made perfect sense. But because I was able to add a chapter, I thought, well, we're going through an uncertain time and gratitude's really helped me through this time. So why don't I add it in the book? And then that also felt good that it was more relevant. And because if I didn't include it, then I think I would have felt like it was remiss, like it was lacking in something. Okay. Now, I did not know that. You can vouch for me, right? I did not know that. No. Mm -mm. That's my favorite chapter of the book. Is it? Wow. Wow. Okay. It is. That's good to know. <laughs> right? Mm-hmm. Oh, Carrie, I love that. I love that. And when I look around at the world, I mean, uncertainty characterizes the world. Okay, so I had friends early on that said unprecedented will be the most overused word in 2020. We're not going to talk about unprecedented, but uncertainty certainly describes the world we're in right now and the world we'll be in for some period of time. So I love that you wrote this chapter about gratitude in uncertain times. But before I go there, I want to ask you something else. You use another word that I love in connection with gratitude. It's actually another one of my favorite words with gratitude besides abundance, shift shift. What does shift mean to you? Shifting means seeing a different perspective, that whatever you're feeling in that moment, can you see another perspective to shift your mindset and towards gratitude or in a more positive way? Okay. And how does gratitude affect the shift it for you? Well, gratitude, I mean, you can always find something to be grateful for in the moment. 
So if you're having any types of feelings of negativity, a challenge that you might be dealing with, you can always pause and find something to be grateful for in the moment, even about the situation. So gratitude is a real-time shifter for you. I mean, so when do you realize you need to make a shift? Before you answer, I'm going to tell you, sometimes I wish I recognized it sooner rather than later. I feel you on that. (laughs) Right? Sometimes it's like I'm way in it and I'm like, ooh, I needed to shift some time back. So when do you recognize? Now would be a shift. Yeah, no, I think it depends, right? And I mean, I just wrote a book on gratitude, right? And I use this with my teams. We do an inward, outward gratitude each week. We focus on our wins. And I just recently had a session with one of my coaches and she was like, Carrie, you're going to laugh, but I'm going to tell you to do what you talk about in your book of the inward, outward (laughs) gratitude. And I'm like, oh, So I even forget, right? Like I was stuck in this one particular situation and I wasn't moving forward. And it was because somebody had said something to me that had impacted me. And I just kept focusing on the negativity. And she reminded me of the term negativity bias, where you can have 10 positive things said to you, and then you're going to focus on that one negative thing versus the nine positive, right? And so she said, why don't you just focus on the nine positive say them aloud, write them down. And so I think it's a practice and you just have to keep reminding yourself to go back there. When I was thinking about it recently, I was like, if you're feeling any negative emotion, try to pause in some sort of gratitude, whether it be anger, frustration, loneliness, whatever you're feeling, try to just have gratitude as your go-to. Well, and I love something you share in your book, and I think you'd actually shared part of that story when we were talking about culture infusion, but there was a situation with an employee that ended up leaving, and it was stirring all kinds of negative emotions, and rather than sticking with those, you began to practice a very focused gratitude about this person. Let's talk about Mm -hmm. that. That wasn't just, hey, I'm grateful for the sunshine. I'm grateful for blue skies, which is what a guy said in a session I led an hour ago. But that you took a very focused approach. Talk to us about that because I believe that would help some people. Yeah, absolutely. Because this person had been with me for 13 years. And not only was the person very valued to the organization, also I felt like they were my friend as well. So I was hurt I was angry, and I also was left in a position where there was a lot of loose ends, and I only got a two-week notice. I mean, it was spinning me out just to make sure that we could continue moving forward, and this was in the accounting function. So, like, you have to pay your people. You have to pay your bills, all those fun things, right? But because I was so jolted by the whole situation, I really had to go to gratitude and I even was wrote her a letter. I sent her gifts of gratitude because I really was grateful for the 13 years, right? And I had to keep focusing on that level of service and the dedication 
that she gave during those 13 years versus what was happening to me in the moment. And that really helped me move forward. Yeah. So what am I grateful for with her specific, this person? Yes, yes. And I wrote her a letter and then I sent her three gifts, little gifts that which I knew she would like, things that she loved. I was like, at least I'm doing my best to be grateful in this moment. Oh, so what did that shift, using the word shift, what did that shift in this process, this journey, and even this relationship? It enabled me to let go the hurt feelings. Mm -hmm. It really did. It allowed me to move forward versus being stuck in that like negative feeling that I was feeling. And then with my team, I started focusing on what are we grateful for today? What was the win? What did we get accomplished today? And we were just laser focused on that. And my team even said like, we were amazed with your focus on, okay, yes, of course I had my bad moments and I would get upset, but I just kept going back to gratitude and kept us very focused. And it was a situation where we were heads down. I mean, I was working around the clock to make sure that everything was covered because we, it was very key person dependency type of situation. And I'm grateful that I even did that, but it was literally saved the situation for sure. Oh, to me, that's a beautiful example because so many companies, let's say this, every person loses people in our lives. Things happen and somebody that was in our life is now out of our life, whether that it could be illness, disease, or death, or it could be some kind of situation that interrupts the relationship. And there are times that the relationship can be irreparably broken. But gratitude can allow us to prevent that from happening, or maybe even after it's happened, repair the relationship. I appreciate how you, in the moment, somehow realized this can go very poorly and have a lot of <laughs> negative repercussions, and I can deal with a lot of anger and how that ripples through the team. Right. Or I can use gratitude and probably some other practices in your arsenal or your toolkit. Yeah. I was using a lot of mindfulness and breathing exercises as well to keep me laser focused. <laughs> well, Carrie and I have a lot more in store for you in just a moment, but here's something I want to share with you that's exciting. Hey, we're back. Carrie and I were just talking about some of the significant shifts that she's encountered because of gratitude. And then, Carrie, I just told you beforehand that gratitude in challenging situations and seasons and uncertainty just became one of my favorite parts of the book, my favorite chapter in the book. On page 52, here's a quote. Life's challenges are not supposed to paralyze you. They're supposed to help you discover who you are. How has gratitude helped you to view challenges in this light rather than challenges to paralyze and penalize you? 
And I think as we were talking about before about that, the challenge with somebody leaving the organization, what I've found is if I focus on gratitude, I can move forward in a much faster pace versus any spinning in whatever I'm going through. It allows me to move forward mm. and be my most efficient and effective self. Okay. So I want to move the conversation. There's a question that's burning to ask right now, but I'm just going to wait. I'm going to sit on that a moment and ask about, we were already talking about the timing of the book. And so gratitude in and through this pandemic that we're in, we're now entering the fifth month. What are a couple of things that have been most challenging for you? Now, I remember, I remember we were in communication one day when you discovered, oh my gosh, I'm now homeschooling for the rest of the year. I remember yes. that. <laughs> that was one of my challenges, if I'm being honest. <laughs> I remember that. Yeah. Definitely, that was a challenge, the virtual learning. And the pivot for that is I'm very grateful for getting to see how my kids learn and what they may need or to help them be more successful in the future. And especially my son, we've been working a lot on all his language arts. And even over the summer, he has a book that he has to read. And it's actually one of my favorite books from childhood, it's The Hobbit. So we're reading it together. And he's actually not with me today. I'm going to see him tomorrow. But he called me. and He's like, have you reread this chapter yet? So he wanted to talk about it, right? And if we hadn't had that virtual learning experience with the pandemic, then I don't think his summer reading he would want to share with me, right? So I'm grateful that he called me to talk about a book. Like, I'm so happy, right? And so I guess, like, even though it was challenging, it's been quite a blessing mm-hmm. as I move forward. Okay. Now that's in the personal realm. Yep. The work realm. Because I know you all have had to pivot as well and make some changes there. What's a change you've made and how has gratitude greased the skids for that for you? Right. We were very fortunate that we were already set up to work remotely. We mainly would work remotely and then go into clients. So that was a really good positive for us. And But what I wanted to make sure was that we kept people together, kept people motivated. And I ended up doing a weekly event a Zoom of something. We've done yoga. We've hired the DC Improv. We've done mindfulness. We've done boot camps. We've done fun, silly games together, like two truths and one lie. And it was like this challenge really made me bring us together. And now people are like, well, are we going to still do these fun events? Right? Like, well, not every week, maybe once a month. (laughs) So I've always been so focused on keeping our team together and connected. But this allowed me to take it a little bit further and practices that I'll continue to use. We have been fortunate that we've been continuing to move forward with our organization. That being said, we're not growing as we had projected clearly, but I'm grateful that we're still moving forward. We're still able to keep all of our team members. We actually are even giving bonuses on July 15th. So, you know, all of those, so much to be grateful for. But it's definitely been a challenge. And I've just used, just keep focusing on what we can do to move forward and just be grateful for all of our people. 
Okay, so the question I want to go back to, in tough times, and I'm pretty sure that some of you listening can relate, that Carrie just talked about, hey, our company's able to give away bonuses, and you're thinking, well, I lost my job. It can be very different situations, and I'm sensitive to that. So people that may be spinning, you mentioned times that you've been spinning, or maybe times you're stuck. Because I know you're a very compassionate person. So what would you say to the person listening right now who is stuck, spinning, or maybe even sinking in current circumstances? And to say be grateful sounds Pollyannish. It does. And yeah, and I think that was one of the other things that have been challenging for me as well is the compassion and the empathy and the hurt I feel for the people that are struggling. And that's why I'm so grateful for the abundance that I have. And so that has been a challenge internally. And I know that sounds crazy, but I am. I do worry about people. So if you're out there and you're like, yeah, I don't want to (laughs) be, I'm just like not in the mood to be grateful for, I'd say connect with somebody that inspires you. Have a conversation. Like don't just say or write it down. Have a conversation with somebody that might lift your spirits about what can you focus on. Maybe you can talk about a fun experience that you had together, but just try to focus on something a little lighter than all the heaviness. Oh, that's a great recommendation. And then with that, the tide, you've used abundance then. We talked about abundance earlier. And I think one of the challenges for me and why abundance has become a favorite word, I think there was a season in my life that I had allowed others to define abundance solely in the realm of material things and financial blessing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And abundance can be your health, yeah. right? That you're healthy, that you have friends and family and people that'll make you smile. Laughter, being able to laugh is a beautiful thing. And that's why even trying to cultivate experiences and situations for people to connect, I think is a really easy way. And that's what I love about the ideas in my book. They're all free. Like none of them cost a penny, right? And so that goes back. Gratitude is abundance, right? You can give gratitude to somebody as a gift for sure. Okay. So you wrote an earlier book and it's what allowed us to meet. So it's kind of fun even for me to just have this conversation with you because it was gratitude that allowed us to meet in the first place we were hosting gratitude challenges and then I met you along that way and you joined us for a gratitude challenge and I learned how much gratitude, how important of a practice it was. Then you had written a book around culture infusion and if you enjoy this conversation I'm having with Carrie, please go back and listen to episode 118 of the Higher Purpose Podcast. That's where Carrie and I discussed her other book, Culture Infusion. How did you know that a book on gratitude infusion was coming? 
or what led from culture infusion, what led to gratitude infusion? It's, it's actually a kind of a funny story. I was going to add gratitude in culture infusion because it was missing. I had missed it. Even though we practice gratitude personally and in, it actualized, like it's not in the book. Huh. So I was going to add it back in. And then I was like, wait a minute, it's a whole nother book. And I had been using gratitude a lot when I was doing team building sessions as an opening and closing to icebreaker to get people excited about being together and then a closer to leave them feeling really good about the information that they received. And it was just working so well. I was inspired to bring it to others. Like these are ways you can easily use gratitude in your life and in your firms. So you kind of stumbled on the power of gratitude at work and in work. Is that true? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. But having stumbled on it, you've now incorporated it in many ways. So for folks that are thinking that maybe you're sitting here listening or doing whatever you're doing listening, and you have a leadership role in your organization, what are some of the differences you've seen gratitude make? And what are some ways that you might suggest somebody consider in infusing? Okay, then we're going to come back and talk about infusing because I love the word, but <laughs> gratitude into their organization. So those are a couple questions. So the first is how I've seen it work within the organization. And I'll give a recent example. When our annual retreat where we bring everybody together got canceled, my favorite time of the year, you know, I was like, like to be able to see everybody because we're doing everything remotely. And I had gathered gratitude from other people. I had wanted to share in gratitude in person. So I decided to do either a video or audio clip for every single person in the company. Wow. And that sounded like a great idea. For, it was a great idea, but it took me a lot of time. <laughs> I was like, wow, Carrie. <laughs> so, but I did it. And I was so focused on everybody else. Then they ended up doing two videos for me on why they were grateful for me. So I'd say that the more you give, the more you receive. And it builds relationships. People want to do a good job. Just that's their nature. They want to do a good job. And if they really truly feel you're grateful for what they're doing, they are going to give more in their role, right? And that's what I'm seeing. And it's so easy to do. And I know, like you said, it kind of sometimes feels a little fluffy or I'm not sure what the right word is, but it's not that hard, right? So, I mean, I always tell people, how do you get started? Start small. Find one person on your team and tell them why you're grateful for something that they did. But don't just say I'm grateful. Be specific. Mm. Give them example of what they actually did. So let's say they had helped meet a deadline and the client was happy, right? Thank you for that. I know you worked extra hours. Now the client's very happy. Hopefully we'll be able to continue the relationship, get additional follow-on work. So you have to be really specific so they can 
receive it and fully understand what they did really made a difference in the organization. Absolutely. And you give great examples and several examples of that in the book. Carrie, you give very specific examples of that from actualized consulting in the book and actual clips and some of the pictures of things you've done, ways you've used to express gratitude. And it's just delightful. Now, infusion. I remember us having this conversation around culture infusion. But for those that are wondering, why does Carrie call it infusion? And what does infusing gratitude mean? And I have to thank you. You're actually the first person who had ever asked me what infusion meant. And I was able to articulate it going back to how my grandmother taught me to cook and layering the flavors. You don't just flavor your food and that's it. You have to layer the flavors so it's infused within the food and it tastes good. And that's why I recycled the word infusion because it's true. You have to continuously nurture not only your culture, your people, and you say you're grateful once a year. Okay, whatever. You really have to continuously doing do it in different ways. And that's why I gave so many examples in the book. So people would understand, like you can say you're grateful. You can give a star player award, a key player. You're an awesome team player, like, and say what they did to contribute. And you can do that, broadcast that to the firm. And all you have to do is write up a little email. It's completely free. And, but that goes a long way to people if they are publicly recognized So you can do it in so many different ways. Okay, but you just said publicly recognized. And even before you said that, I was remembering something that I've seen you do. You take public recognition a bit further. LinkedIn. When you Mm -hmm. share to the world some of this gratitude for your key players. And talk about that a moment and why you do that. I really want to cultivate other companies doing similar practices. And I feel like we're leading by example. And that's super easy to do, right? But I'm not seeing other companies do that. Maybe they are. Maybe I'm not connected with them. But I think that's something that then they can send it to their family, their friends. Like, hey, look what I did. Or maybe their mom will see it on LinkedIn or Facebook, you know? it's a fun way to let other people see what they're doing. And then it also helps give ideas to other companies. I just want it to keep moving forward and paying it forward. And I want other companies to be a place where people want to work because we spend so much time at work. So why not make it a great place? Right. Oh, lovely. I had no idea that's why. What a beautiful thing to inspire others, to lead by example, and to light the way for other companies. And they go, oh, we could do this as well. We could share our gratitude publicly. So you don't fear that somebody's going to see your star employee and try to steal them? (laughs) That's a great question. (laughs) Well, I'm hoping they're going to (laughs) stay. Yeah, no. You know what? That's okay. I always say if somebody, if it's not a good fit, but we do have a lot of practices in place where in our review sessions, 
we do reviews mid-year and at the end of the year. And there's a self-reflection piece to kind of really check in with where people are, what they need, what's working well, what's not. So I feel like I have a pretty good pulse yeah. on I was teasing. our people. <laughs> I know. I'm like, oh, no. <laughs> no. Okay. Now you're going to give other companies ideas. <laughs> <laughs> so, Carrie, in your book, you devote a chapter to research. What's one of the more insightful things research has confirmed about what you knew about gratitude? Through experience? Well, that there's even health benefits from gratitude, which I just intuitively know it's a good thing, but I know that many people need to see the research behind it, but it works. It's effective. The research shows that it's effective. I mean, I go back to Brene Brown. She did research where she was talking to people that were in situations really where they had a lot, whether they lost a child, a house burned down, they lost a high power job, just really going through some sort of really big grief. And the number one way that people moved forward was using gratitude. Mm. And that was really powerful to me because, I mean, I knew it was important, but she's a huge researcher and I really enjoy her content. And for her to find that was very, very powerful to me. Well, thanks for sharing that. Just a few moments ago, you were talking about the company retreat that was canceled and you created videos for everyone. And then they created videos for you. And I know because you've shared this in your book, but it happens to a lot of us. Did you have any struggles receiving? their gratitude? (laughs) Yes. I think that's one of the hardest things is actually receiving it. And I'm really glad that it's an actual video and it's recorded because then I can go back to it. And I hope that other people on our team go back to them as well when maybe they're feeling a little down because it really is uplifting. But yeah, I mean, I think I really work hard to say thank you versus just shoving it up just like brushing it under the rug. But I think, and I have a chapter on receiving gratitude in my book because I have noticed not only with myself, but with others, when you say thank you or you are appreciative or you are gratitude, oh, it was nothing. Don't worry about it. Oh, I'm not that great. People, that's their go-to. I remember... I'm trying to remember if if I can think who it was that said this, but I remember the time when it really hit me that what are we really communicating when we say, oh, it was nothing. I mean, here's somebody that's just expressing gratitude for something that was really a big deal for them, that they are so grateful. And then our response out of some kind of messed up self-image is, oh, it was nothing? I know. Even listening to you say that, I'm like, I'm never going to say those words again. Like, well, I would have done it for them. I mean, you're nobody special, Carrie. It was nothing. Like, right. Yeah. But no, 
It was. <laughs> it was. Yeah. Wow. Wow. You know what? I wouldn't do that for many people, but I was grateful to do it for you, Carrie. Yeah. Turn that around. Uh, oh, that's much better. Much better. Yes. Okay. I love that. I'm going to use that. <laughs> Just receive it. And I struggle too. And I've had people work with me. I think you even reference a coach was just say thank you, Carrie. Just say thank you. Just say thank you. That's it. Yeah. When I see people not receiving, I then try to pay it forward and just smile and say, just say thanks. It's okay. Thank you. And make it fun and playful. And then they're like, oh, you're right. Right. So it's something I think we all can do better job of. And I love your point that it might even make the other person feel less than if you are not receiving the gratitude well, and that they're giving you. It was nothing. I mean, <laughs> what a slap. But it was. Yeah, yeah it is. No, I'm going to remember that. Thank you. Well, well you're welcome. <laughs> And thank you. <laughs> so we're practicing. Right, that's right. What else would you like to share with us out of your gratitude journey or from this book that I've not yet asked you before we wrap this call up? Hmm. I would say that really trying to start, and I know I said it earlier, but I think it's important to remind people that it doesn't have to be this huge ordeal. Just each day, at least once a day, give gratitude a chance, whether it be for something that you're grateful for, for your own personal self. I'm grateful that I got up and went for a walk this morning, moved my body. Maybe it's for somebody else. I'm grateful for you for having me on this podcast today, right? So just it can be that simple, but try to practice it each day in some way and see how it goes. Well, you referenced this, and I want to ask you to elaborate on it before we go. Inward, outward, and then the winds. Talk about mm -hmm. a little bit more for people that may be going, this is new. I'm not quite sure what you're saying, and where would I start with gratitude? I love that kind of framing. Yeah. So I do it with my team at the beginning of the week. We start an email, just my internal team, not the entire company, but just my internal team. And I start with something that I'm personally grateful for. Like I said, I went for a walk this morning outward. It could be somebody on the team. It could be somebody externally. I mean, it could be that my handyman came and fixed something, right? I mean, it could be that simple. And then a win. And that win could be at work that like we just finally got our payroll system 100% working. Like I was grateful for that this week. So that was a huge win for us, but it could be a tinier win as well. But we do that each week. And then that's what my coach also said, hey, Carrie, you should be doing that daily mm -hmm. when you're not feeling your best. And I tell you, I've really been doing that on a regular basis at least twice a day. And it has really shifted me. And I just feel lighter. Mm. I really do. So if you're new to gratitude, at least once a day, and it's really good to start early in the morning, doesn't have to be first thing, maybe it is. 
But if you're doing first thing in the morning, here's something I want to invite you to out of this conversation. Do it again sometime throughout the day. Mm-hmm. And then do it again, right? What you were just talking about, it's easy to say, don't think of gratitude as a checklist thing. Here are daily things I've got to do. Oh, be grateful. Yeah, I did that this morning. I'm done with gratitude for the day. No, use Carrie's word, infuse it throughout the day. Yeah. Come back to gratitude. Go ahead. And use it in challenging situations as well. Yeah, good times and bad. Let gratitude become your default. Good times, bad, big things, little things, any of that. There's nothing too little to be grateful for. Nothing too little. And then there's nothing too big that gratitude won't help shift in your life. So, Carrie, where do people go to take a next step with you or to engage with gratitude infusion? Where do we want to direct them? I'd say LinkedIn would be a great place to start. Carrie Wekalo at LinkedIn or our website, actualizedconsulting.com. And Carrie, I love how active you are on LinkedIn and what a bright light you are. Not just on LinkedIn, social media. I see you more on LinkedIn than other places because that's where I spend most of my time. But thank you for being a bright light and just showing up and being real and sharing the good times and the bad, but for being a bright light and to illuminate the way for others. I'm grateful for you, Carrie. Thank you for saying that. I really do appreciate it. (laughs) Oh, Carrie, what fun to have you back with us again. Let me ask you, when was the last time gratitude helped you make a shift? Gratitude has that power. I appreciate Carrie sharing real life, practical situations where gratitude was the catalyst for a shift. Maybe there's some area of your life where you need a shift right now. Why not embrace gratitude? As Carrie said, start small. I imagine there's some area of life where you need a shift. There certainly is for me. Let's pause now and express gratitude. You know, earlier today, I was hosting a session with a global group, and as is my habit, I started our conversation with gratitude, and I loved this one response that popped up on the screen. When I asked, what are you grateful for now? This response came, the sky is still blue. I paused and I asked, hey, would the person that submitted this, do you mind unmuting yourself and sharing why you wrote this? And Daniel responded, just talking about how difficult things are in the world right now and as we're entering the fifth month of this global pandemic, but the fact that the sky is still blue. And it reminds me of what I've seen over and over again and shared so many times. The birds are still singing, right? There's always something to be grateful for, regardless of how many difficult things are happening around us. There's an opportunity to find something for gratitude. I hope that sparks gratitude in your life. And if you have a relationship that's somewhat sideways or soured, why not try what Carrie did in this relationship with the employee that was leaving that she shared 
and began to express specific gratitude for that person and see if something shifts for you. Oh, let me say it one more time before we wrap up. I'm grateful for you, and I appreciate you listening to this episode. You know you have an open door and invitation to reach out to me, Kevin, at higherpurposepodcast.com, or you can call or text me, 404-713-0713. I want to thank you for being a difference maker, and I want to encourage you to keep making a difference for others. Our world needs you and your light now more than ever. I'm grateful for you.